13-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones. Hey, this is Fun Kids Meets, the podcast where we meet your heroes. Recently, we caught up with Lauren Layfield to talk about her time hosting Young Eurovision and what happened on the show. Lauren, hello, how are you doing? I'm really good, thank you. How are you? I'm very good. I'm, I'm very good and I'm, and I'm very excited for Sunday. And I, and, I, and I feel like any Eurovision lover probably should be. Can you tell everybody why? So on Sunday, 3 p.m. on BC2 and BBC and iPlayer, we've got Junior Eurovision, which is returning for another year. And I cannot actually wait. If you can hear where I am at the minute, I'm actually at a shopping centre, going shopping to try and find something a little bit jazzy to wear. And I've not found anything this year, so I'm, I'm scooting around the shops trying to find some sequins right now. What are you looking for? What's the vibe? Have you got like an outfit in mind? Is there some inspiration? I think it's got to be, it's got to be bright. It's yeah. got to be... Sparkly, uh, it's got to reflect Eurovision. That's what Eurovision is all about. It's all about being over top. So we've got to get the outfit right, George. Is is it like an option to go dressed as a, a previous Eurovision winner? I, could, I suppose I could do that. And because this is for the juniors, I'm not sure if I go dressed as like Lordy, for example, might go over their heads a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think also might scare the children. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even ABBA, even ABBA might get a little bit lost. I don't know how many artists are a huge ABBA. I'm sure some of them are. I've got um, I've got flares, so I'm halfway towards ABBA as we start. So that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like I, I think ABBA are big enough to to you know to have a a place in everybody's home. Um, but look, it's about junior Eurovision. So I guess my question is for anybody who you know every May is so excited by Eurovision, and I know so many people are, and they get into it and they love the songs. I am, that's for sure. Why? Why should why should we be just as excited for junior Eurovision? What can we expect? Well, the great thing about junior Eurovision is it's basically exactly the same as the grown-ups competition. So the stage is massive. The songs are just as good. The costumes are just as exciting. So it's not like the smaller version of the Eurovision. It's just like the proper Eurovision. And obviously we loved it earlier this year back in the summer with May Muller, who was representing the UK. And then this year, for Junior Eurovision, we've got a girl band called San Juni. Three girls, ages 12 and 13, and they are so good. You are going to be absolutely blown out of the water by these girls' talent. So I think, yeah, like whatever you expected from the previous, you're going to get it again on Sunday, just with brand new acts. Big new songs. And, and a, a Stan Unique's song... It's it's so Eurovision, isn't it? Like capital E Eurovision. Yeah, it is, and it's one of those songs that you can listen to it once, and straight away it's stuck in your head. And I think that's what makes a good Eurovision song is if you're going to remember it. And I think these girls have done an amazing job. They really are. 
Um, have you seen any rehearsal footage? Um, what can we expect? And I guess also, what are we feeling about the chances this year? So the girls flew out earlier this week, so they had a big opening ceremony, a little bit like the Olympics. Um, so they're out there, they've already done, I've seen some pictures of the rehearsal, so I've seen for the first time the staging, which is in itself unreal. Like it's, you know, these girls are already gone and they're on this much great stage with fantastic imagery behind them. It looks brilliant. Um, and as, in terms of their chances, I do think they've got a really, really good chance. They've definitely got the confidence. They actually were on a previous music show before that was on telly. So they've got that experience about being on stage and what it takes to sort of win over the audience. So I, I do, I think we've got a really good chance. That being said, I mean, the acts that we see coming out across Europe is incredible. And you never know, that's the beauty of Eurovision, you never know who's going to come along and take that crown. All about the performance. So our things are tightly crossed. Um, the girls are going to put on an amazing, an amazing show. Though. And you, Lauren, are going to be in the comms booth. You're doing... The UK Junior Graham Norton gig. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, it's, the, it's an amazing one, and you get to do that with the incredible Harvey. You two must get up to. I was going to say a lot of fun. I'm also imagining a little bit of mischief as well. Yeah, we we love it actually. And the, obviously, for the last the last that we did was the very first one that's been done in the UK for 20 years. So we kind of have this like, oh, we can kind of say and do whatever we want but actually you can't say and do whatever you want because the producers will say no we can't do that no you can't do that so we kept you know on a tight leash so we don't get too silly but it's amazing fun because it's live so anything can happen and that's uh that's where we get a little bit giddy and what's it like hanging out with harvey we love him here at fun kids he's a lovely boy honestly i was saying he's the type of boy that you'd like to take home to your mum, and she'd make him a roast dinner and he'd have a good little chat across some roast chicken. He's just lovely. He's really, really nice. And I've not seen him for a year, so I'm really looking forward to catching up with him and seeing what adventures he's been on. Looking forward to hearing you two in action um, on Sunday at Eurovision. Um, before you go, Lauren, it's a Friday here on Fun Kids. And we do this thing where basically we recognise amazing teachers from all across the UK. We like to show some love to awesome teachers. So I'm wondering, looking back when you were at school, is there a teacher that really stands out to you and you and you think, I, I owe a little something to that teacher? If so, would you like to nominate them to be a Teacher of the Week? Oh, I would. I had a form tutor and her name was Miss Ruffle. And what I loved about Miss Ruffle was that she wasn't like your normal strict teacher. She was really cool, really down with the kids. And like, you know, if we were being naughty in class or if we were being too loud, she would basically just go, right, everyone, shut up. And like, I was like, brilliant. And do you know what I've learned from that is that we're all people, we're all normal. Do you know what I mean? You don't have to talk to people in a certain way or a certain tone of voice. No one's better than anybody else. Just talk to people directly and people love that. I think I really took that away from her just being really direct. I'm really normal with her. So yeah, she was she was wicked. I don't even know if she's still teaching anymore, but I hope she is. Well, uh, Miss Miss Ruffle, congratulations. That's you're, right. You're a teacher of the week. You're a teacher of the week. Thanks, thanks to Lauren. Woohoo indeed. Um well Lauren, I am so excited for the Eurovision Junior Song Contest. It's happening Sunday, 3 p.m. Catch it on CBBC or on the iPlayer. Lauren and Harvey are in the comms booth and we're all going to be backing Stand Unique with their Eurovision anthem, fingers tightly crossed. Lauren, have an amazing time on Sunday. Can't wait to watch. Thank you. Will do. Thanks for having us. Cheers, Lauren. Take care. Bye. 
that was Lauren Layfield chatting about how fun young Eurovision is. It was so good to talk to her and get an insight into what it's really like on the show. If you love this podcast, remember to listen to The Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 to hear more about your favourite celebs. 13-year-old Adam has made a lot of mistakes in his life, but this has to be the biggest. Thanks to a massive fight with his little brother Callum, the mysterious and magical computer algorithm Popularis Incrementum has exploded and accidentally transported them to a completely different dimension. One where they were never born and the internet doesn't exist and neither does any of the technology they know and love. Will the brothers survive in this strange altiverse where everything is the same but different? Can they stop an evil villain from sabotaging their dad's world-changing technology when in this universe, their dad doesn't even know who they are? And most importantly of all, will they ever find a way back home? Adam Destroys the Internet is out now in paperback. Available from your local Waterstones or online at Waterstones.